Welcome to Meet My Brain, a field guide to Asperger's. I'm your host, The Autistic Woman. This episode is about speaking up. This podcast is about my personal experience and knowledge. This information does not represent or apply to all autistics. A quick word, producing a podcast involves expenses, an RSS feed, hosting, maintaining a website, writing content, and more. I experimented with advertising and realized that with your support, I can keep the podcast ad-free. Become a patron now by going to patreon.com slash theautisticwoman. The link is in the show notes. I appreciate the support and I welcome your contribution. Funding raised on Patreon allows me to keep delivering content. Head over to Patreon and get involved. For as long as I can remember, I've tried to be that good little girl who stood in the shadows and kept her mouth shut, who didn't voice an opinion or make waves. I don't like personal conflict. I don't understand it and I don't know how to behave when it happens. It seems utterly unnecessary, so I just keep quiet. The thing about being quiet is that I end up having to go along with everything, whether I like it or not. When things happened that I didn't like, I said nothing. I did what I was told so people would accept me or at least not notice my awkwardness. When I felt hurt, I didn't let it show. I avoided disagreements. It seemed like it was okay with everyone that I was invisible. I'm starting to understand that hiding in the background is not all that it's cracked up to be, that it leaves me feeling like a shell, feeling like I don't matter. Recently, there was a family get-together with people from different sides of the family with different agendas. At this gathering, which may happen in a lot of people's families, I don't know, the gossip began. People were taking so many different sides of imaginary issues that I couldn't tell which way was up and which way was down. Months earlier, I promised myself I wasn't going to stay silent anymore. After all, where had it gotten me? One person said something about a family member who wasn't there. It was cruel and borderline unforgivable. Speak up. Don't go along with this. Speak up. I heard my mind tell me, but the most I could get out of my mouth, out of this frozen brain was, I think that's mean. I think that's really mean. Of course, now I can think of other things I could have said and the speeches I could have given, but at least I said something. They glared. They didn't want to hear from the invisible woman. I broke their unspoken agreement that I feel nothing and say nothing. They did change the subject, at least in my opinion, because doing so added to the family drama. No apology, of course. After dinner, I said, I want to go home. I must have had that look on my face. You know, the one where people are always asking if you're mad. In some families, they will then get mad at you for being mad, which you weren't. It had been a long, stressful day, and I just wanted to leave. No big deal. They ignored me. Over the next half hour, I repeated it a couple times. Now, this was huge for me to ask for what I wanted. I was matter-of-fact, not angry, not upset, just let's go. I persisted, calmly, politely, but definitely not sheepishly. 
You know how sometimes people say, we're leaving in 10 minutes, and it turns out that means an hour, at least? They're just not hearing me, I thought. I need to go home, I said loudly. But again, not mad or rude. Can you imagine that saying you want to go home can upset a room full of people? Well, she says she has to go home, so I guess we better leave. They said it as if I broke up the party. I understand why I've been quiet all these years. The disapproval and drama that results is upsetting. Opening my mouth and saying what I want is risky. On the way home, I worried about what happened. I ruminated. I endlessly replayed the conversation in my mind. I felt more and more upset. I didn't understand how there could be an extreme reaction to something that was straightforward. If it wasn't wrong to speak up, why did I feel so terrible? In the past, I would have beaten myself up for saying anything. That didn't happen this time. Once I was home, I had a meltdown, of course. I feel pain so deeply that it is unbearable at times. I can't help that. It's how my brain is wired. I just wanted it to stop. Stop the thoughts. Stop the confusion. I hated it. It hurt too much. I didn't want them to be mad at me. When I'm having a meltdown, my brain searches for something to latch onto to make it stop, as if that could happen. I convinced myself that if I could just understand, this would never happen again. That day, in the pain and the sound of my crying, a voice came from somewhere inside of me. It validated me. It comforted me. The load started to lighten. I had taken a step forward, and I didn't regret it. I wouldn't go back. Maybe they could get used to me speaking, and I could get used to their reactions. I accepted this meltdown as a temporary cost of my confusion about being understood. When I needed it most, the voice in my head stepped out of the shadows. It gave me the words that helped me then, and it will help me in the future. When something like this or something emotionally charged happens and I say nothing, whether by choice or by autism, I can remind myself of what I heard. So simple, so logical, so on point. My wonderful autistic brain told me, you are not responsible for their feelings. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Rate and review the podcast wherever you listen. I love hearing your thoughts and ideas. You can message me at an autistic woman on Twitter. And after you do all of that, listen to the next interesting episode. This has been Meet My Brain, a field guide to Asperger's. I'm the Autistic Woman. 